Welcome to Psychology of Home. My guest today is Kathy, and she has lived in her home for 20 years. Yeah, 20 years. And I think this is a really interesting conversation for many of you out there who have lived in your homes for a long time, and maybe things have evolved over over time. Maybe things haven't evolved at all, and you're just living with the same items that were there 20 years ago. So I'd love to hear from Kathy what that process has been like for you. I've seen pictures of your house. It looks very fresh, very current, um, like she's constantly um, adding things in and probably adding some artwork, plants, things like that. She's feeling like it doesn't have the finishing touches, like the rooms don't feel complete. And I think that's a really common feeling as you go through your house and you're like, I like it. I love my house itself. And I think some of these pieces are working and mm-hmm. I've really gotten somewhere, but haven't kind of gone far enough. And now it's just fleshing out all of those those details that just give it a richness and a, and a feeling of completion. Right, right. So- well, uh, just within the last couple of years, we've kind of done this update. So uh, for the first 18 years, yeah, you know, we, had, like? we had a kid at home and we're paying for school and lots of other things. So that wasn't really a priority. And what we had worked, it was okay, but it never really felt like it went together. Okay. It was stuff that we moved from a previous place. Okay. And, um, and then we also had some things that were more kind of like the period of the house when we moved in and mm. not. I haven't, I don't really feel like that anymore. I wanted something that felt more up-to-date and current. But at first, were you kind of trying to um, put together a look that went with a 1922 yeah, house, I more think traditional? So. so a lot of, and I got my grandmother's table uh, that was like a Duncan Fife. Is that what the, or? I'm not familiar with that. I'm trying to remember. Anyway, I don't know a it was a dark wood and yeah. it had kind of two legs with like three little legs that came down. It was a beautiful table, and she sewed on it. So I have memories from yeah. childhood. Yeah. So I kept it for a really long time, and then finally, I'm like, you know what? I I don't like the style of the table. Yeah. And I'm ready for something different. And uh, so it just we finally saved up some money and decided that it was time to to update and. And make it feel better. Yeah. Me. And during those 18 years that you were kind of just, you know, found things or just things that you just had forever or items from your family, did did your home make you feel icky or was it just kind of like, you know what, this is just where our life is right now. It doesn't really matter. Our priorities are just kind of elsewhere. Yeah, it didn't, I didn't feel icky. It just didn't feel, uh, it didn't feel like me. Yeah. A reflection of yeah. um, stuff I liked anymore. Yeah. It, it was feeling older mm-hmm. and dated and maybe because I was getting older, I didn't want to feel like that <laughs> Yeah, you're anymore. like, you know what? <laughs> yeah. So, anyway. so do you, is it hard to believe that you, 18 years went by? Is it hard to believe that like oh, yeah. that much time flew by? Yeah. And that you didn't really change much. Right. Yeah. I mean, there's still parts of the house that we haven't finished, but we're yeah. getting there. Yeah. 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 Well, no, I mean, when I look at those photos, like if, if, if I came to your house and you said, I, you know, I want to hire you for something, I'd be like, why do you want to hire me? Like you've already, this is, this is great. You know, and I definitely would, like if I was doing a photo shoot of your house, I would bring, you know, a ton of accessories, some plants, you know, I would, I would want to um, have my way with your mantle. You have this mm-hmm. beautiful mantle that doesn't have really anything on it. You know, so de- there's definitely, I'm not talking clutter it up and whatever, but you know, just, I'd yeah. love to give it those, which I always do. Mm-hmm. You know, even if my clients hire me to do furnishings, but they're like, you know, we got our own accessories. We don't need help with that. I was like, well, I want to take a photo of your, you know, what we finish, you know, I want mm-hmm. to take a finished photo. So I'll bring in my own accessories and finish it out. So it, you know, looks like something I'd want to put um, on my website because I do like things to feel polished right. and complete. Right. So yeah, it's probably hard to believe that that 
much time oh, yeah. Yeah. passed. Well, and I think we don't really have a lot of surfaces other than the mantle and the coffee table. There really isn't anywhere to put stuff. Yeah. And we don't have a lot of wall space because of the windows mm-hmm. and the open, like where the, they used to have the glass French doors. So, uh, yeah, it just, it still feels a little empty to me, I guess. Yeah. And it needs, it needs more. And, um, you know, every once in a while I'll buy something and try it, but yeah, what's your approach there? You're just kind of like, if you're out in the world and you see something, you're like, this could work in my living room or my dining room, or do you even know where it might go? Yeah, well, I usually have a specific thing in mind or a room in mind. Yeah. Especially the living room and dining room is such a big open space together. Yeah. Um, and I kind of have, and now I know what my color scheme is based yeah. on some of the art. So that helps me. And then usually if I get sale emails from West Elm or something else, I'm looking to see if there's anything on sale. Yeah. And I try to go, you know, occasionally to resale places or uh, state sales in the neighborhood and see if I can find something. But um, then I'm always second guessing whether it's like, if I buy it, what if I don't like it? Am I wasting my money? Yeah. So I guess it's maybe not feeling sure about what's going to work. Yeah, no, that makes sense. I mean, a lot of it, when when we've never, well, for many years, you kind of weren't doing anything. Mm-hmm. And so when that much time transpires, you know, and you're not practiced at it, you know, you don't really have a system of how to um, transform spaces, mm-hmm. you know, yourself. But I mean, by looking at what you've done, I can tell you, you have a very good eye oh, and so. you totally understand cohesion because you've got a real... Um, a really pleasing color palette and it's not matchy matchy, but everything feels like when you go from one room to the next, you're like, oh, this is all the same person, you know, person's house, you know? So I think that you've, you've got some innate um, talent here. It's just the practice of doing it. And then I think there's maybe some process um, and strategy sort of missing, like how I would approach that. So like, let's say um, I keep saying, putting myself like, let's say you hire me. I'm not trying to get these jobs. I'm just, putting, I'm just, <laughs> right, this right. is not my brain yeah, thing. Exactly. Um, how can I get more jobs? No. Uh, so what I was going to say is I approach it by room by room. And I, I literally blinders onto everywhere else. I need a win. I need to finish out a space. So I can't just, you know, see something at West Elm or at a vintage and be like, yeah, I'm going to bring this and put it in my house to this moment. I, I, I'm not able to do that for my own self. I have to literally like have a plan. So I take photos of the whole room, you know, like different angles. And then I'll literally take a photo of just that mantle straight on and then just that coffee table. And then I'll be like, what would I want to put on that coffee table? Do I want it all to be kind of frivolous things? Or would I like to have like a stack of books? Would I like a plant? Would I like some coasters? Would I like a little bowl with a deck of cards? Would I like a bowl with some pretty matches? So I'm really like, what am I looking for? Mm-hmm. And I kind of build it out almost like this coffee table surface is like a piece of art. Like what, what do I want on there to fill the space? And, and I don't want to fill the whole space, but what do I, what am I looking for? So then I might actually go out and just be doing the coffee table. So today, today I'm coffee table styling. And so literally I'm looking for some coffee table books. So I have my like little list. And so when I come home, I'm literally like, boom, my coffee table's done. Mm -hmm. And so now I can look at my mantle or maybe I did the two, you know, areas because you don't have a lot of surfaces, like you said. Mm -hmm. Um, But this approach allows you to get more finished. And because you were intentional about what you were looking for, it generally works. It's not so much like, hey, I really liked this piece of art or I liked this you know, I went to a pottery show and I really liked this bowl or whatever, but you really don't know, like, is that, 
where do I want that? Or is mm-hmm. it really going to, is that the sizable I'm looking at? So I really have like a, a pretty clear plan and you can even like look at coffee table styling or look at mantle styling on Pinterest or wherever mm-hmm. and just kind of get some ideas, you know? So like one, for one client I did, um, she was like, I really like, you know, vintage anything and we're really into, um, she said um, archery. Oh, interesting. <laughs> and I was like, okay. And I mean, I like when I, I, I always interview clients and like, you know, mm-hmm. what are you into? And um, and so I found these like really cool vintage wooden arrows. They're not something that you would use if you were um, practicing archery, although I don't really know that for a fact. Um, <laughs> but they were just super cool and really colorful. And I just found this really cool jar and I put it up there and it was just like, she was just like, that's my favorite thing you did. A, you just like listened, but I mm-hmm. love, you know, it's just like, so just little things that you're sort of like, you know, that means something to you. Um, so really tapping into what am I into right now? You know, it's not the older vintage furniture. So, right. you know, you're at, you've, you've evolved into what, what and who you are right now and really explore that. And it could be you, you and your husband or you all as a family I think travel is a good place to start because where do we like to go? What do we like to look at? You know, I mean, the easy, low-hanging fruit are, like, people who live at the beach and, like, well, we love collecting shells. You know, mm-hmm. it's like, you know, no, oh, I don't, I mean, I don't want them to have a house full of bowls with yeah. sand dollars. You know, but a little bit of that is, you know, it's true to their life. That mm-hmm. is what they are into, and they do live at the beach. You know, so sometimes it's, like, the most obvious stuff. You know, even when I'm asking a client, like, hey, we need, like, 30 coffee table books for this giant built-in that you have. And, you know, what topics are you into? And they're like, oh, it doesn't matter. You can just get whatever. And then you do that and you're like, oh, we're not into photography. We don't like the beach. We, I'm like, so you do know, <laughs> you know, or you, do, yeah. you know what you don't like, you mm-hmm. know? So really just being super specific about that. And I think that can be, and in, in bedrooms, you know, if like you have open shelves in a bedroom, like I love displaying like really beautiful handbags or even like an awesome pair of shoes. I have this etagere in my primary bedroom that is actually like really pretty boxes of any kind, like wooden boxes, glass boxes. And in it are, it's my whole jewelry. It's like my jewelry cabinet is all out on shelves. Mm -hmm. And then there's like books mixed in there. So it's like, it really means something to me, but I love looking at pretty costume jewelry. You know, Mm -hmm. none of it's real. So, Um, and my grandkids go and they take it all up and you know, make a big mess of it. And then I leave it that way for like a couple of years and (laughs) clean it up again. Um, but yeah, so I think it's it's not just the things. It's not just that. It's just like really like you've evolved into this empty nester now. And with that empty nested time, you've probably gotten into some things that maybe you couldn't have when you were, you know. Right. So, yeah, we have a white white rug now that I wouldn't have bought yeah. several years ago. Yeah, things yeah, just yeah. change as we've been talking um, in a lot of our interviews about creating space and how when your kids leave, like, you know, it, a lot of your life all of a sudden, you know, even in a negative or kind of sad way can just changes kind of suddenly. Mm -hmm. And I remember when my kids went away to college, so they're just a year apart. Nothing really changed after kid one left, except for I missed her. And she was the one I did more activities with. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, we went shopping, we had a lot in common. She's actually an interior designer. So 
I was left with my son who liked to go to, you know, movies that I hated, but, you know, <laughs> um, it was all good. I just wanted to spend time with them. So I'd already kind of felt the impact of, you know, this person who was so huge in my life mm-hmm. leaving. And a lot of my hobbies and habits and things that I did were with her, sure. you know, were kind of like, I kind of just piggybacked on her stuff, you know? And I was like, do I have a life of my own? Oh my gosh, what am I into? And I really felt kind of lost for a while. And and then you realize also kids come back. It's not like college is not the end. Right. I came back for a couple of times. Yeah. So, yeah. Right. Yeah. And I mean, even they, they still need you. You know, mm-hmm. it's not like your job is over. You're just physically separated and right. can't just go hang out by their college campus and be like, what are you doing this afternoon? I'll take yeah. it to lunch, you yeah. know? So, uh, but after a while, I really started filling that space and filling that, you know, that kind of void. It first, mm-hmm. first felt like a void. And then it felt like this positive thing where I'm like, you know, I got into yoga. I loved pottery when I was a kid. I was a super, super into pottery. And I was like, that's right. I love pottery. Why do I, I mean, I made pottery. And so now I'm like this avid pottery collector everywhere I go in the world, no matter where I am, I'm like, where are the pottery stores? And I was in like um, Gatlinburg, Tennessee, of all places, a very weird town. Um, (laughs) But they um, have a lot of pottery out of there. So it's like, I found these things that I'm just like, super excited about. Mm-hmm. And that kind of, you know, I'm a designer, so it works into, you know, my spaces. But I, I mean, my clients are all like, oh my God, where where all these pottery pieces come from? And I'm like, I've been collecting those for years. So I give them away. Uh-huh. And I don't give them, I sell them uh-huh. um, to my <laughs> clients. Um, but they're really something that I've collected. So they're even like a little hard to, you know, sure. kind of part with. Sure. But I also just feel like really, you know, yeah. like I'm giving uh, this like thing that i got anywhere in the world. So, you know, I think part of it is where you're at right now. And I don't know if this is going on for you, but finding yourself again, you know? Yeah. I, you know, definitely your life does revolve around your kids' activities and, and things. And Which is great parenting. Right. Well, you know. <laughs> it's good for yeah, them. Yeah, I enjoyed it. And it's, it's, it's nice to think, I didn't want the whole house to be completely different when she came home for the first yeah, year. Yeah. So I've tried to, you know, hold back some, I want to clean things and get rid of stuff and kind of, yeah. I like to have, I like to have. Hey, you get organized. to live a little bit differently now. Right, right. And we do like to pick things up. Like most of the artwork on that we have is either purchased from trips or it's, nice. uh, we have some original, original pieces from one of my husband's childhood friends. Oh, wow. It's a painter. So that's nice. So the things that we do have on our walls for the most part are meaningful. Yeah. And then the two big pieces, I just copied somebody else's modern art because I had some canvases from work that I just painted over. Like, oh, you literally did the painting? Yeah. I'm like, it, they'll work for now until I can find something <laughs> oh my else. God, I, love I just it. need it. It was a blank space. Yeah. And the art that we had didn't go together. Yeah. So I just like, okay, it'll it'll work for now. So I don't feel like it's an empty space, but maybe someday I'll find something different to go up there. Yeah. But yeah. And do you feel like you'll live in this home for yeah, we'll be here for a little bit longer. Yeah. You know, I don't know about retirement, but I think for the next few, my mom's here and she's getting older and some of those things. So I don't see us maybe moving yeah. away or, or changing anything until, I guess, we're more free to, to yeah. move around a little bit more. Yeah. Well, so. plus you live in, you live in Irvington, don't you? I do. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. such a beautiful neighborhood. I lived, um, I don't know if you know the apartments or not the condos that are on 16th and Broadway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. I lived in um, one of those and I loved that neighborhood. That street never really developed. Like I thought it was going to get all these like really cool shops and restaurants right. and it never really did. Well, I'm always surprised because I mean, it's a great neighborhood, but 
the retail part of it isn't as strong as I thought it would be for yeah. for the neighborhood. But yeah. yeah, we're on 16th. We're just a little bit farther north. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like there wasn't, I think the only home store in there was Kitchen Caboodle, mm-hmm. you know, which I think is still there. It's still there. Yeah. Do you right. ever shop? Like, yeah, sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I go. I, I worked at Williams Sonoma out of college in retail for a few years. So okay. I have lots of kitchen stuff. Did you get, oh, you have, because that was when it was more kitchen instead of mm-hmm. like yeah, all the home Yeah, they have goods. furniture. Actually, our old sofa was from there. It was a brown leather sofa and I was kind of ready for something softer. Yeah. But generally when you're um, like out shopping in Portland, I mean, do you enjoy the idea of procuring new things or is that like feel like a chore? Um, it depends on the mood I'm in. I like, I like shopping, but I, um, I probably don't do it as much. Do you feel successful at it? Like a lot of my clients, like they have a lot of, I want to say like shame and like kind of embarrassment. They're like, I can't do, I can't bring things into my house on my own. Like, I don't know how to do that. And when I do, I feel really bad. Like, I just feel like, how do I not know how to do this? Like, I know how to go grocery shopping, but I don't know how to actually. Yeah. Well, I watch a lot of home decorating shows and things. I I think uh, for me, it's not wanting to waste money. So I want to be pretty sure that it's something that I like a lot. Yeah. Um, just just because we did spend a decent amount on the new furniture and stuff. So I'm trying to be more careful about what I do spend my money on. Yeah. And I know it's maybe an evolution. So maybe I just need to go with it. And then you can just let it go when it doesn't serve its purpose anymore. Yeah. Um, and then I end up filling my time with other stuff on the weekend. So I don't really take... It ends just me. So maybe if I had a pal to go around and shop with, sometimes that's more fun. Yeah. Yeah. I can be your pal. Yeah. 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 My husband doesn't really care to do that very much. I'm like, do you like, and he's colorblind. Too, he won't so. like you shopping with yeah. a designer. Yeah. Probably yeah. Not. It yeah. just ends up costing you a lot of yeah. money. Yeah. You're like, now I spend gobs of money. On. I know. I would love that. I would love that. <laughs> well, it's funny because a lot of clients that I've had are not too dissimilar in that they lived in their house for a long time. And they never really changed anything because they had a family right away. Mm. And, you know, just like, I don't want to buy nice things because, you know, the kids are just going to ruin it. And when they are able to, you know, when, you know, situation changed, maybe their kids are just in high school or whatever, maybe they go to college, they kind of have some like trouble parting with dollars. Like that, that feels really like, oh my gosh, I can't spend like $4,000 on a sofa. Mm -hmm. This was free. I'm like, how's that working for you though? Like, I mean, sofas aren't free. Right. Right. And it it it's really interesting because when you I first give them their budget, you know, to show them like what their living room is gonna cost, they're just like, oh my, I okay, I thought this was gonna be like five thousand for the whole living room. And you're like, nope, nope, that's not what living rooms cost. Right, right. Um, but then once they get into the process and they learn about like the comfort and what it does to the space and how we really needed that particular sofa to go with that. And they see it all together, come together. They're like, I would do this. Over. I mean, like, it's like, they're, it's a, they went from being free, completely cheap, can't do anything, uh-huh. sticker shock to just like, what room now? Yeah. I mean, it's so interesting. Like, I think, oh my gosh, this is going to be the hardest client. We're never going to get anywhere. And mm-hmm. it's going to be like tons of pushback. But it's like, once you give them one, you know, thing, they're just like, okay, I get it. I get it. This is nice. This is really nice. Right. Yeah. It's, yeah. yeah. Well, it's fun to go in. You know, I do enjoy going in and seeing things in the living room now that we have the furniture. And I'm like, I really like what feels- we picked out. I think the rug's my favorite though. 
I, I yeah, laid, oh, your I rug's laid beautiful. down on it. It was like it was a seven thousand dollar rug that I got for seven hundred dollars because it was on sale. See, that feels good. Yeah, I was. Oh, we've I was, got a little pallet rack going there. Yeah, pretty psyched about that. Yeah, I just feel a little stuck and unsure. Yeah, and I also feel like we bought a lot of new pieces, so I feel like I need to mix in something that's not new. Just for, just and, yeah, to, explain. Just to give it some variety and that it doesn't feel like I just went to West Elm and bought everything yeah. from that store. I yeah. want it to have, I guess, a little bit more personality yeah. to it. So, Well, and we live in a really good city. Mm-hmm. It's not as good as it was pre-COVID for all those cool shops, but a lot of vintage and thrift and, you mm-hmm. know, like not, a lot of the pottery that I bought has come from places like that. And it's always kind of fun to be on the the hunt for something too. Yeah. Which is kind of why, again, I think strategizing, uh, like I mentioned earlier, just really having a little bit better plan mm-hmm. in place and, and really fleshing out just the mantle or just the coffee table, right. but having more than just like, when you're just out in the world, and I see this all the time, especially when people go on trips, they come home with stuff that they're never going to mm-hmm. use, put out. They're like, what was I thinking? It's just you get caught up in the moment. Right. And then and it I'm just doesn't. I'm never going to be able to buy it again. Yeah. yeah. And, <laughs> and it's like a memento from your trip. Mm-hmm. So you'll remember it forever. And then you come home and you're like, this doesn't look anything like our home. Like, what were we thinking? You know, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. Um, so I do think that having a having a plan and even having the the money part, you know, mm-hmm. be part of that plan so you don't just get okay, I just love this so much. And it's weird I'm spending $280 on a bowl, but I'm going to do that. You know, it's like, mm-hmm. like, that doesn't feel good either. Yeah. You know, that feels like, you know, that you, you didn't stick to your plan and you spent too much money. Right, you right. Know? So I, I definitely think design has a lot of planning. You know, people a lot of times just think like, oh, I can just like, you know, whip together a home in two seconds. And, you know, if it was like a, a contest or something, yeah, I probably could do a decent <laughs> job. But I put a lot of, time and attention into like these little things in my client's home because I want them to resonate with it. I want mm-hmm. them to be like, oh, that's, you know, I love when I hear, I don't know how you made this space look like us. Mm-hmm. You know, how are you, how'd you know? And the thing is when I do my first client walkthroughs, I don't do the, I don't lead them. My clients absolutely lead the walkthroughs. I'm like, hey, how does this go? We're just going to go do a tour of your house and you're going to walk and talk me through anything and everything you like, dislike, just share your home with me. Give me the, give me the tour. And even though they would have said 10 minutes ago, like, I don't know, it's just, it's just stuff we've had. We're not really that into it. They kind of globally summarize how they feel. But then all of a sudden you're like, her mom gave us that lamp. We never liked it. I don't, I hate blue. You know, it's just all of a sudden mm-hmm. this story comes out about every yeah. little thing. Oh, we got these coasters at zoo pans, like, I don't know, they don't even really go, you know, or they like things or maybe it's a, uh, they got something like a $7,000 rug for $700. So there's a great little story there. Mm-hmm. You know, that's like a super big win. So it's, it's interesting how we, we have these stories, even though um, we don't realize it, we don't realize the baggage, you know, cause I don't have any baggage with their stuff. I might be like, oh, I saw that pillow at Target or whatever, you know, I know it's, you know, whatever, um, you know, $18 or whatever, but their, their baggage is so deep. And I think we don't realize so much that they're, because baggage comes with feelings too, you know, so things that can be like, 
I should have never bought it. That sofa is not comfortable. I've literally been laying on an uncomfortable sofa for 18 years. Mm -hmm. You know, it's just like, it hurts my back. I don't know why I lived with it. And then we just, you know, and I'm like, well, we need to get rid of that sofa now. That's the first thing we need to get rid of. So it's interesting how we can have this relationship with things and be so unaware, you know, until maybe we hit a point where, okay, I need to change this. I need to, you know, Mm -hmm. just like you did, you started refreshing your, your house. But, and I'm, I'm, utterly impressed with how far you've gotten. I oh, mean, I do think you've got, you've got a good it's a eye. Good, it's in a good spot, but I still feel like it's, it doesn't have the finishing touches on it, I guess, that I want. Yeah. So I feel like there's, there's still a little bit of work to be done. Yeah. And you know how uh, the brain works. I don't know a lot how the brain works because I'm not a scientist at all. <laughs> um, but one thing I do know is we stop thinking about something when we finish it. You know, so we think about it and think about it. We want to lose five pounds. We want to finish our, you know, anything that we want to do, we it, we just let it fester and fester and fester. And we put all that energy into that, that time before it got finished. And then it's so interesting, even when you like lose the five pounds or, you know, finish the whatever, you literally stop thinking about it. It's as if like, it's just over, mm-hmm. you know? So instead of like, you'd think for all the time that you spent hating and talking about in this negative way that you would go on the other side of finishing it. You'd celebrate the hell out of it. You'd just be like, oh my God, this is so great. Whatever. It's just like, nope, I literally stopped thinking about it. So the point of it is do it now. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, you know, don't let weeks, years, months go when you're just like making yourself nuts and probably everyone else around you, your designer for one. Um, You know, it's like, let your brain shut that off now and it'll find something else to... (laughs) Oh yeah, there's to, there's other rooms. Yeah, to, to yeah, obsess yeah, about or just yeah. other other things. Uh-huh. So tell me, like we're sitting here talking. Uh, I'm an interior designer. Any questions you have that you just like, even to, it could just be about trends or about faux pas or guidelines or just yeah. anything you've ever thought about. Like I don't really know the answer to this, but Cami might. <laughs> mm. There's just there's a couple of things that I think uh, I'm still wanting to finish in the, in the living room is between the two chairs across from the sofa is I feel like I need a table or some piece of furniture, but I'm not, because they're pulled away from the wall. I'm not sure. Do I put something like, do I put a bookshelf behind there that I could put stuff in or do I find a table that kind of fills that space? And And are you talking about the space like between the two chairs? Between the two chairs. And then like, and so wait, do you feel like because they're not against a wall, it would be weird to put a table floating in the space there? Yeah, or I guess it just has to be big enough. Like we have a tiny little it's like a drink table. Yeah. Just to have something that we could set something down on for yeah. now. But I feel like, you know, should it be round? Should it be square? Should it have a drawer in it? You know, could it be something old? Yeah. Um, what kind of wood? Because we have a couple different kinds of wood. And then I'm also trying to figure out. We need lighting. We only have, we have sconces on two. I saw those, yeah. And then we've got the overhead and I don't have any table lamps. So yeah. that's kind of what I'm struggling with. Like, um, you know, do we get a floor lamp to put it behind one of the the chairs, but we have a sconce right behind it? Yeah, that might be a or little redundant. do we find something to go between the chairs and then we put a table lamp because there is an outlet back there. Um, but then that's going to kind of block some of the art, but maybe that's okay. Yeah, I you know, think it's that just it, kind of the layering of yeah. that. No, I actually know exactly the spot you're talking about. And I think uh, if it were me, the answer would be round versus square for the table. More overscaled than you think. People always get tables too small. Mm-hmm. And then they're literally not 
functional. You know, mm-hmm. you can't even like, you know, you want to be able to set some things down. Um, I mean, you have to set like a plate of fish tacos down, but I mean, like, you can if you want. Yeah. Um, but uh, I'm very hungry right now. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, so you, you can make it a substantial. I mean, obviously it needs to fit the space, but mm-hmm. um, by all means, you can pull furniture off the wall. I mean, that's sort of a design 101 is don't shove furniture against a wall. Mm-hmm. You know, bookshelves are obviously an exception to that. They should be, yeah. you know, <laughs> on a wall. But, you know, coffee tables and tables, um, sofas, you know, upholstered furniture, you mm-hmm. know, wood chairs, all that kind of stuff. Even plants. I mean, you can pull things off the wall. Like generally, um, sitting areas should float in the middle of the space, mm-hmm. you know, and, you know, creating pathways that need to be created also, like being mindful of that. But mm-hmm. that's what I would say. And I think a table lamp could work really well on it. You don't have to go with something like as obnoxiously big as this. You know, there's, I mean, it could even be like just, you know, something smaller. It could even be a lamp that is just a globe that just sits on the table. So Mm -hmm. if if you're worried about blocking anything, but really I think of walls, like if you're just looking at this wall behind you, you're just sort of just looking at the composition of it, you know? So, you know, I kind of like things that any sort of talk on composition is you want your eye to make a movement like this. You want your eye to follow what's there Mm -hmm. Um, instead of just focusing on one thing um, or instead of um, scanning, like looking back and forth, you know, so artists and designers are always looking for, I want people to kind of like, you know, do this sort of like, it's uh, this, this sort of movement and kind of capture all of it in, you know, Mm -hmm. and start and seeing it more as a composition. So, that's how you can kind of look at walls okay. and even taking a photo of your walls. Like literally I about that. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. I like, I like photos straight on. Mm-hmm. That's what really helps me. Um, even though a lot of good photography is those angled, sure. but for me, when I, that for some reason confuses my brain. So like if I took a photo of something that was on an angle and then I was going to go out and shop for that client or whatever, I'm just like, I, I need, so I like photos straight on it. Just to me, it, that feels like the canvas, mm-hmm. like that's the piece of art. And now I'm like, oh, I need a, like a tall plant right here. And then I'd like a low table right here. And maybe those are sort of nested in here, you know? So, you know, that's kind of why you look at mm-hmm. something like this and it's sort of like high, high, low. And, but this kind of fits into that. So this, mm-hmm. you know, table lamp. So, um, you know, so think of things as a composition, mm-hmm. like as a, you know, as a canvas. Yeah. Um, a, like not a blank canvas, whatever the pieces that are already there. Mm-hmm. Um, and that would really help. I think that would help you finish out your spaces. Um, and I would go room by room. So if you're taking your living room, like, and I would count rooms that are open to other rooms, just like your living room and dining room are open to each other. Mm-hmm. You know, just look at that because your dining room is part of your living room's composition. Mm-hmm. You know, so how those or um, interplane are right. are also important yeah. and can and sometimes can not work. You know, I've seen people put um, two chairs right in front of their dining room table, which already has a chair and that has another. You know, so it's like I've got eleven or twelve chairs in uh-huh. my view if I'm looking this way. I don't want that. You know, yeah. um, so I want to change things around. So really, just like you know, what does your eye catch? And looking at it mm-hmm. as a as a photo sometimes really really helps. Yeah, we're not so um, attached to it. You know, we can be a little bit more detached and Mm -hmm. um, just have a better, um, more objective eye. Yeah, yeah. And one other thing that I'm trying to figure out is, so I have the the rug, the white rug with kind of the blue lines in it. Yeah. And I found a rug for the sunroom, which is my home office right now. But the dining room has a navy rug that's kind of got polka dots. But they're oh yeah, I saw that. 
And I like that rug, but I don't know if I really like it with the living room rug. And I'm trying to figure out like how the three rugs could work together. And uh, so, yeah, I'm trying to figure out under, you know, maybe I just do something that's plain underneath there or. I think you nailed it. You like it? I love, I love the two rugs together. I think we overthink, you know, like rugs have been around obviously forever and ever. We didn't used to match them to the artwork mm-hmm. and you know match them to the decor. They were these very functional, you know, beautiful handmade heirloom things. You put that rug down because that's your rug, you know. And I think we now everything is a little bit more overthinking, uh-huh. and we're trying to match. And does that work with that? But um, I think uh, you can have. A, I think I think that dining room rug is really playful, and I think your living room rug feels almost more like a Moroccan rug. So Mm -hmm. very, very, one of the most, you know, um, classic styles, you know, so I feel like they're, they're talking to each other really well. Um, But I think a lot of it is just like, you know, ask yourself if you like it. Sometimes I just do the squint test where I'm just like, literally like, you know, instead of like looking at it all so clearly, I kind of like just squint and just like, is this kind of working? Uh Um, But I think also just um, realize that certain, it's like, scarves, like on, you know, for mm-hmm. what you'd pair your a scarf with, you know, a blouse or a jacket or whatever, you know, some people are like, well, how does this scarf work? It doesn't, it doesn't match anything. I was like, scarves don't have to match, uh-huh. you know, it's just like your favorite functional scarf. I think that's sort of the, you know, the best analogy I'd have. So I don't, I, I never really overthink. That's not to say you can't get it wrong, mm-hmm. but I think you, you have a pretty. They don't clash. Yeah. I think you have yeah. a kind of a wide berth here. Yeah. Um, I tend to gravitate toward graphic patterns. Like yeah. I love polka dots. I love stripes. Yeah. And, and, and I things. think you've done a really good job at mixing those um, well. Like mm-hmm. you don't just have it in one spot. You're like, oh, this person likes, you know, um, patterns and yeah. some color. Yeah. So, okay. Well, that's nice to hear. Yeah. I'm like, I'm not sure it works. No, mix it up. Like I could totally put it in the bedroom and then I could have a reason to buy a rug in the dining room. But. Yeah. No, I, I, I think trust yourself um, and mix it up and have some fun. I mean, I think that there's, there's very few rules that I go by in design. I mean, it's easy for me to say because I have a pretty good eye, mm-hmm. but I think you do too. Thanks. Yeah. 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 It's fun. Yeah. I, I like it. So we'll see good. what happens. Well, thanks for coming. Yeah, thank you. This it was, was really so nice. awesome, Yeah, Kathy. it was lots of fun. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. I have a home bar and I don't even have a home office. So I really like to have a place where I can show off my beautiful glassware and the cocktails I like. I'm a big fan of tequila neat. Mm. That's good. Your guests might enjoy it too. So consider creating a space in your house. Even if you think like, oh, I don't have a very big house and I don't really have a lot of wall space, even just a bar cart. It could even just be a tray on a table. Just something that says, get in here. Let's have a cocktail. Let's have a drink together. Let's celebrate. Let's have a little party time. And I think your guests will instantly feel calm and at peace and at home. And they know that it's going to be fun. Why not have a good time?